0: going on everybody this is city wrestling radio and this this is the like this is a brand new episode of the b show i'm your host cory smith in the diamond studio with my co-host my uh i guess my fellow what do, what do they call my fellow soldier just call me michael Corey. you're my fellow soldier in this war in this wednesday
1: night war i I surrender Corey, there's too much wrestling please please make it stop
0: there is not too much really you it doesn't matter you were drafted into this war i
1: have I have trench foot is that a thing it's the thing to it's, get in a war it's with trench thing. warfare and oh. I, I i I want to go home it's like stank foot or home. something yeah I don't want to make light of actual wo- war wounds or oh, whatever Whatever that, that 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 war ended a hundred years ago. Never mind. <laughs> that was a World War One joke. Yeah, because that's what wrestling fans want. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in. This is
0: the B Show. We're here to talk about AEW NXT Night Number One of the War, oh God. the Wednesday Night War. So Week One. I don't Night One. Night One. Well, week One. Yeah,
1: Day One. Uh, who sh- they shot? They sh- shots were fired front to each to and at each other. Uh, cats and dogs living together.
0: Oh yeah. Um, we're going to go through awesome. all all of our thoughts of both shows, uh talk about the, you know, kind of the news coming out of it before we get into full reviews. But before all that, we were last night, we were watching AEW and NXT simultaneously at the same damn time. We had a two screen uh we had split screen. Well, it was just two screens next well, to each
1: where other. Well, I was sitting like I there was like a, in the distance they were playing it on other television. they were showing NXT on other shows. Yeah. And so I tur- like I turned to the right yeah. And then I have to turn like to the left, but a little bit more to the left. Oh, I had a perfect seat. I had, yeah, I know. I know, had, I know but, you're. I like. Yeah, if you want to see what the what Corey's seating arrangement was, look at our story on look at her, uh, Instagram stories. We got our CWR I, I, stories. I have plenty of pictures of TV screens on there. <laughs> Among the many war stories that will be foretold with amongst the Wednesday night war,
0: we need to start doing that. actually. Narrated,
1: narrated by Keith David. We like, need. To, we need to get Keith David on the phone.
0: I think we just we can do it ourselves and just write the war. Um, you know what we were talking about before the let's show. Let's not promise anything. No, let's
1: not promise anything. We can't.
0: Sorry, fans. Michael doesn't want to do it. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in. They are relieved. <laughs> I I don't know. It could be relieved. There's a lot going on this week. They might too
1: much. They I'm might already, want to watch
0: Impact. I'm already I'm already giving up. Uh, but thank you to uh, everybody that was uh, that came by to buzz buzzworks last night i almost said buzzfeed buzzworks in san francisco Uh, 365 11th street
1: Uh, thanks to our to my bartender elliot where he was actually very accommodating saying hey you guys want to see dynamite it's on this tv and i said sure why not and that's how the that's
0: how that watch party started and thank you to i believe he's the manager lyle he he was uh he's one that kind of fully set things up with me and uh made things less uh we pretty much just had the entire upstairs to ourselves. Yeah, but you know, it was awesome. Minus a couple people playing pool. That was cool. Yeah. They're probably they're
1: probably they were secretly, playing pool. It I was think, cool. I think they were secretly watching. I think they were like, well, well, because there was one like it was like they had two TVs to themselves, and one of them was Dynamite, one was the Wild Card game. Yeah, which let me tell you, man, Oakland A's. Woof. Sorry guys. Sorry yeah. Oakland A's fans. Yeah, not a good day. Sucks to be you. Congratulations, Tampa Bay.
0: Whatever. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in wherever you're tuning in. Whether that's soundcloudcom Radio or the plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including Apple, Google, Stitcher, Castbox, uh, Spotify, and many, many more. Also, uh, check out our um, check us out on social media at cwr five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's the best way to stay up to date
1: uh, with City Wrestling Radio, especially literally the only way to stay up to date. Really, because, like we are like the last bastion of wrestling news. Ever on this planet Earth,
0: um, I think we're 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 one of the hottest growing wrestling podcasts in the San Francisco Bay Area. I mean, we have to be at this point. Actually,
1: is- I remember uh, when Cody uh, Rhodes did that. Did you listen to Cody Rhodes' oh media? My sk- God, he did his media scrum like where like it's a media call where a bunch of people, yeah, yeah. wrestling outlets, and there was this one. I forget the name. I really should have known the name, but like, blah 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 blah, blah from San Francisco, California, and I'm like, that should be us. was it Kid Zombie? No. I don't know. I don't remember. All I all I remember was San Francisco, California, and this dude got on the call, and I'm like, "We got some work to do, Corey."
0: Hey, you know what? Maybe that's the next place you could catch us at. That, but until then, at CW four and five, to
1: aim towards you know
0: <clears throat> exactly. You know, much
1: like much like to, uh, uh, last night's episode of Dynamite, there's always something to onwards. Aim towards. And Upwards for City Wrestling
0: Radio. Also, guys, check out our uh, our merch- merchandise store. Buy some merchandise. We City- have one? Yes, we still have one, Michael. Remember that? Um, I have that wonderful hoodie that I bought off there. Uh, buy a t-shirt, a mug, uh, anything on there. There's a bunch of different things on there with our logos. Uh, it really helps support the show because any money being put in the show really uh, makes the show better and makes us um, at least uh, gives us some gratification of why we do this. What, what are you looking at? Nothing. You had that, was it the, was it the James Franco thing? no okay anyway so i'm not gonna talk about that because it's not wrestling and nobody gives a fuck about james franco sometimes at least i don't um should we start just get right into it and start talking about the news the fallout from last night michael yeah Um, yeah fallout from all out nope that's not the show that's not the show it's the fallout from all elite wrestling dynamite um i guess uh, the first thing should we get in ratings from last night
1: yeah because that's pretty much like the number one thing people were just chomping at the bit for who won this war was AEW. Are you sure? Yep. Um, this is a courtesy. A I'm gonna read this off the Tony Maglio of the Wrap was the first report to the viewership figures. Oh, I'm about okay. to burp, and I'm gonna. I tried to get this out, but yeah, no, it's uh, AEW. Um, okay, I got it. There we go. Adding that AEW doubled NXT in the adult 18 to 49 demographic. That is as that is a very big takeaway. AEW attracted 878,000 in the key demo while NXT had 414,000. AEW and won one in all the demographic breakdowns except for the 50 plus audience that NXT won with a 0. .36 in the demo to <sighs> AEW's 0. 0.34. AEW was the most watched cable program among people 18 to 49 behind the MLB Wild Card game between Tampa and Oakland. Ugh. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you keep bringing it up. It's a big, I mean, by all intents and purposes, it was a key victory in the first week of a W dynamite and one NXT so much that
0: you said said the total viewers, right? The
1: 1.4 for, uh, yeah. Okay. 1.49 and the 900. It was like 1.49. Point, point, uh
0: one yeah, 1. 1.4 uh, Let's say 1.4 so for AEW. So let's AW, just do 1.5. Uh, 9, 0.9 for NXT.
1: Yeah, and uh this was such an overwhelming success for AEW that WWE, which in a very off brand sort of deal, they uh, they kind of went and released this statement. Uh I will read this. Congratulations to AEW on a successful premiere. The real winners of last night's head-to-head telecasts of NXT on USA Network and AEW on TNT are the fans who can expect Wednesday nights to be a competitive and wild ride, as this is a marathon, not a one-night sprint. So that's like, you ain't seen the last of us. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, But they're right, though. They, yeah. they are ultimately right when really, like... Uh, there was a lot going for AEW night one because you had that curiosity factor like people were wondering what exactly is this show going to be presented like Mm -hmm. but with NXT (laughs) that's already been an established show okay
0: well I will say this one thing about this remember how NXT had the big pop or the big uh, ratings boost of the first week a couple weeks ago when it first uh, premiered on at least the first hour on USA they only pulled the 1.179 rating that night so AEW that first uh, week that first week yeah so I would say compare it into um aew's already beat all three weeks yeah. of nxt and we'll see how, what happens in the next couple weeks and I mean,
1: they yeah and then they went just about on par with tn from that uh that tna show uh, the first tna monday night show that went head to head to head on raw but then that was like that was eight years within tna's existence and that was also like when oh, it was yeah. itself as an established brand if it yeah. if aew took got the rating of what took tna eight years to have mm-hmm. like from where aew has started, like yeah. you cannot help but think this is an overwhelming success from the get go. like you can build upon this and like I can't imagine TNT just not going well pardon the pun all in on the advertising for dynamite because like I think there was a there was a statement going on that TNT expected five hundred thousand. That was their. That was actually their expectations. And was now, that TNT they expected? That was TNT's okay. expectations. I thought
0: that was uh, like according to Meltzer. AEW's expectations. No, it was I mean, like
1: this was Turner's like saying like Hey, listen, it, you're going to be fine if you reach five hundred thousand, and they more or less tripled that if you're rounding up. Yeah, and you can't help feel that like TNT is like super proud of this, and it's this, you know, I. It's good that everybody's. It's good that AEW is doing good. You know? Oh, absolutely! I mean, this is just this is this is nothing but a success for everybody. That statement that you read was uh, true 100.
0: You know, only people that win here are the fans, and I'm sure there'll be a real winner eventually. And there,
1: and let's not say it's going to keep on. This is going to keep on hanging on. Like, there's definitely going to be a drop. Yeah, it's yeah. just really, it's really again marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. and it's really all about maintaining it.
0: Yeah, and, no, de- definitely. The next and, couple weeks are going to be real. Telltale sign about how AEW is going to do, um, if NXT is going to, because the last couple of weeks they've been they've had declining numbers. I mean that's just it's the low. Lo-
1: well, that's the thing. This that is was the, the lowest th- week. Yeah, this was their lowest week, and I think the fact that they got two weeks, like they went two weeks ahead. Yeah. I think it kind of damaged them because if they... Um well, because it gave everyone
0: a chance to be like, okay, let me see what NXT is about. Okay, yeah. and now, okay, now I'm not going to watch NXT this week. i going to watch AEW. Well, I I th- well the
1: thing is we have always known what NXT was all about. Not
0: well, us. I'm talking about the casual fan. This is for the casual fans now. We have to like really stop looking at this as like the, the hardcore fans because it's transitioning into the casual fan realm. It really is when it goes to
1: TNT when it's going head to head when it's on USA. Before, but I think you're underestimating like your average viewer's like cognition of of the WWE network and actually knowing like they've probably seen a episode of NXT. Not all. They're of not them. like they're, but then they're also just like super like oh I have no idea what this is like.
0: No, I'm, no, no. I don't think they have like no idea what it is, but they want to know what it's all about. they are going to be like oh I've heard of that, but I've never really sat down to watch a full episode. So the first week then, of but that.
1: Th- but then you would all then you would also have to think about. How many of that? How many like? How many uh, network subscribers that actually there actually are? And you said to yourself like 1.4 million.
0: Jose said that on the yeah yeah yeah, our, yeah exactly and so but did they didn't pull, they 1. didn't 1. pull 1.4 every week on the WWE network.
1: Yeah, and it's not and it's not, just, and yeah. then the amount of subscribers doesn't necessarily correlate with the amount of NXT viewership. And
0: yeah, let's say this that you know we don't there, have those metrics. Even the first well, maybe there is even the first week that didn't pull 1.4 million. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway. it's, I think people were really, they want to see what it's about and they want to see what AEW is about. Next week, AEW is going to have, um, Sean I, Spears I, versus John Moxley. I can't say if it's going to declining ratings next week. Most likely they will, or they might,
1: yeah, I don't know. If it, I, again, if it, if they, if it, if it increases, like I really, I really, I'm really curious how NXT is going to, I don't think, and I don't think uh, WWE NXT is going to react to this week. But they'll definitely react to next week.
0: It's only because they already because because
1: they only rec- because they've promoted what's going to be on that show. It's only a matter of time before they pull out a full sale, man. I, mean, I know you- I think no, I I do think that. Like I do think like by but then I think by 2020 because they already booked shows and I do. But then before you say anything, I do believe Vince is crazy enough to just straight up pull those out of the out from the rug, yeah, and just like you know cancel hey, shows and just cancel shows and then we're taking these elsewhere because. Again, we saw at BuzzWorks, we saw that show side by side. You see Full Sail, you see Washington Capital Arena. Yeah, the perception was like, n- like it was a ten-eight round. Who won the atmosphere uh, presentation round? And it was it already- was AEW. Was it looked like a bigger show. It looked like major. It looked like a you know a more major league kind of feel, which you normally would never get. And this would never be the narrative. When it, when it comes to WWE, those yeah, always yeah. come off as the, you know, the better presented show. And um, yeah. yeah,
0: it's well, I mean, it looked good. Full sales days are numbered. You know, the, the whole look of the show. I mean, they're still using the same ramp. As every other show they've done. It's looked like every other show they've done. But the one thing that's really cool about that is that I'm comparing it to old school WWE, where old school WWE had that one entrance for pretty much every show. And that's just how it was, because this was WWE. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? The, the multicolored lights yeah. um, entrance way that like. Yeah, AEW has that. That's what I'm saying, though. But it's like they have their version of it is their ramp that they, they use also, for every show.
1: But then their booking is very old school Yeah. WWE damn. that you know, um, tried I, and true, some might say.
0: You know, and I know within, you know, was it 15, 17 minutes, people were already uh, texting Dave Meltzer saying, uh, from WWE, saying, oh, we got to get out of there. We got to get out of full sale. So, you know, it's, it's not going to be just Vince. Yeah. It's
1: going to be everybody. They, you think they got like. I'm willing to believe that they're in in on in guerrilla they have they have an episode they have TNT on at least one television. Oh,
0: it was apparent last night yeah. that they were keeping because track every there was like
1: okay, so if you want
0: if, if we if we want to just go through this show. I mean, we will, but yeah. we're not going to go we're not going to review the show side by side, so we kind of yeah. the similarities to the show. But
1: it's very the timing was very apparent.
0: Yeah, like the Cody um, you know, Cody's pinned Sammy Guevara and then uh the end of the match happened for the Adam Cole a uh, riddle match like five minutes later not five minutes like two minutes not later. even five minutes it was like two minutes yeah um you know they had two women's championship matches on at the exact same time yeah you know nyla rose versus uh reho and then you had Shayna baszler versus candace your which favorite is, match of the night which
1: is crazy because like when when um cody sammy guevara match happened like i was just on my phone like oh like that's a okay that was a good that was a great match and blah, blah 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 i'm on my phone and then i hear you're Mark ass, just yell out the screen. Not just you, but everybody else too. Like, oh, as Finn Balor's on the screen, I'm like, huh, how convenient. Yeah. (laughs) You
0: know? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, we'll get into all that too. Um, anything else? I think. But before, did we you can... watch
1: the Tony Khan media scrum that he happens to be doing after every single? Um... No. How do we get on that? It's show? it's great. Well, it's on you. It's all on YouTube. Um. No. How do we get to like? Oh, able... you have to be at that event because he just takes. It's just pretty much a press conference. Can we, at
0: the at the arena? If we take out Chris Van Vliet, and I don't, I don't mean kill him.
1: <laughs> I mean just like lock him up and put him in a trunk of a car. Can we take his place? I mean. Sure, like okay. you, we can always you can always try. Not the whole kidnapping thing, but but well, the the Tony. Um, I was watching that medium scrum that Tony Khan put out, that was put out this morning. It's like forty yeah. minutes long. It's yeah, on YouTube, yeah. and um, one of the just one of the most interesting things about like seeing Tony Khan, Khan doing these scrums is that this guy clearly this is clearly his first time actually running WW um, WWE, um wrestling. A wrestling promotion. Yeah, where he just comes off as just this sort of normal guy who just doesn't have this promote promoter sleaze to him or at least you know it keeps it under the veil as far as we know and it's just like it's just like he just seems like a guy who's just so undamaged by what's to come in this industry well, one of the things like that- he just started and like you just know like maybe i'm i give this dude like two or three years before he just starts like being kind of resentful to the media or the, uh, or some other stuff and i just like uh, yeah, man i think that's it's only
0: works in like um that like works under
1: the public eye yeah. like that, you know what I mean? But he's uh, very
0: transparent. Like but he's it's very showed, personable. It showed on the one of the first paper or was it Fighter Fest? What was the show that um, Sean Spears hit Cody with the chair?
1: That was a fight for fight. the fall. It was fight for the fall,
0: and he hit him with the chair. And the second that show ended, he did the the media thing, and he was just like, "Yeah, a, we're not doing that." Yeah, it was a bad idea. Our bad because it was a very just like real. You would never see Vince go out there. Go, ah.
1: We messed up tonight. I think that's and I think <sighs> that's going to be do nothing but do favors for AEW by showing that level of transparency, and just more or less. Well, they're saying that yeah, we tried something. We yeah, sorry. yeah, because we fucked up. And I think that's just gonna that's just gonna go well with pretty much you know the people covering it. Like hey, is if he if he kind of just you know lets the curtain out a little bit. Yeah, I think that's just going to create a little bit more goodwill with the audience, with the people covering this, and just create a generally more uplifting experience—not uplifting, but then what do you call it—a con- more a more connective experience between, you know, the the creator and yeah. the people who are consuming that media. But that that <laughs> one of my one of my favorite things that came out of that scrum was that um, Tony Khan he was asked. Uh, when John Moxley did the table spot on Kenny Omega Dynamite, somebody asked him if anybody was insured for that spot, and Tony Khan, he like he was, co- it was clear that he was just thrown off by that question. And what do you mean insured? <laughs> no, but, but the, well, he, lightweight, yes. But then he also like revealed that like John Moxley is covered by Renee Young's um, healthcare, like. Oh, dude, because she gets fucking healthcare, and he never she, did. She's a full time employee, and he never did. Yeah, and he doesn't. He no, but then he married. I think oh, that's. Yeah. I think that's why so many people, so many like WWE performers, get married. married. Get married, but then well, no, well, no, no. because they're I think, performers. I think that's and why a lot not lot of people injured. get married in general. Nowadays. I mean, we're, we're not there though. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but then like, this <laughs> is it's like something like it's just something so eye opening the fact that oh yeah, I forget to realize that John Moxley he's he's covered by w by proxy by proxy moxley is covered by wwe's insurance and i just thought that was hilarious
0: i got other staff affection guys
1: yeah um sorry my elbow is kind of fucked up Uh, vince uh just you got this right (laughs) i'll be right here yeah yeah.
0: well i mean um i mean moxley definitely is i guess yeah he's
1: tony Khan is an is a fascinating individual Seems cool. Like, you, that's the thing. Like, he is super out. He is super not what you, like. He seems like that guy that, like, you'd go to an indie show, and then after an indie show,
0: he'd be like, oh, yeah, so what'd you yeah. think of the show? Oh, you it was guys, great. You, I like, mean, that's
1: kinda, exactly what he says. Like, the, like the, literally know. the first thing he says during those um, those interviews, like, all right, guys, uh, you know, I'll be here all night. Uh, he he kind of sounds like Butters, actually. <laughs> oh, jeez,
0: God. Hey, oh, hamburgers. <laughs> oh, hamburgers. Oh, hamburgers. It's just,
1: I, I, hope, I hope he stays that way. I just hope he stays that way. I hope he doesn't get worn out by this industry. Like turn into like it chaos. Well, not well, yes, but then just straight <laughs> up, just like I don't know what you guys want from me. Like, yeah, I just hope he doesn't grow resentful. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, he, it, that can definitely go that way, and that's and you can see that with any of the like the uh, Kenny and the Bucks and all that stuff. But Kenny, yeah,
0: yeah, Cody's done a pretty good job of handling the media over the years. Every, every... I think
1: that's just in his blood. He's been doing that forever. You know wrestling is it his blood oh my god
0: hey, you said it man I didn't anyways uh yes that's a pretty much the full fallout from
1: last night not much can is not much like heard from WW rather than that statement yeah because I feel like it's only gonna well first of all because Dave's observer is only gonna be out in like in a couple of uh, hours Oh, you know thursday it goes it comes out on thursdays now yeah and we won't get much news at that point anymore
0: no it's fine and we'll just save it for smack it our smackdown live recap and review yeah show. that's
1: the thing we're only like we're only we're only almost done with. we're the usually
0: week. done with the beat with the week when we Wait, with the b show,
1: show it's usually over but no we're just getting
0: started we're just getting started <laughs> um shall we do this full rundown of the shows yeah, no, we can it. just
1: go through go through with it and what we thought. About I guess
0: it. let's just start with the most anticipated show, the weekly winner, all elite wrestling.
1: Wait, the weekly winner? Like it won this week? That, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's the. Let's okay. start
0: with the weekly winner, yeah. AEW Dynamite. Okay, let's, let's, is so that we
1: can, how we're gonna do these shows now? No, like just, whoever I,
0: got them who got the who got more viewers, will just start with. No, it. no, I just think this week kind of it, it it's, it's more ante- anticipated to. Yeah. You know, if we're going to do a podcast about AEW, that it's probably it's the first
1: time we're talking about the weekly show. We're not only talking about AEW. We're talking about so. right
0: after this. No, I got notes on both. I don't have notes on the first match, though, on AEW. Because <laughs> I was caught off guard. It's,
1: we, we built it up just to knock it down. But Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, it was a decent match. I thought it was a great match, especially for an opener like that. Uh, okay, I'll say this the crowd really did help help that match a lot oh the crowd was and i giving, thought and i thought sammy guevara was a fantastic heel not cr- just
0: this match but throughout the night the crowd was that like in, a indie type crowd that like was like we love the performers let's give them the best oh no i thought they ha- i thought they hated sammy guevara no but i even then no in the entrance gi- giving someone heat is still giving them something as opposed to wwe shows where like people are like who the fuck oh baron uh, i'm gonna go get you on some nachos guys you guys want some? Notches? It wasn't go away. Heat. It, exactly. like it, it was like intensifi- it intensified. It intensified whatever
1: whatever plans they we have. We hate
0: pandas. You're you're a skinny child. Yeah. And oh, Sammy you,
1: Guevara's kind of built. And you have He's not that. You skinny. have
0: ridiculously good editing skills for your <laughs> YouTube I mean, videos. I, I don't watch Sammy Guevara's. Editing. They're pretty good editing skills. I mean, he I, I, he I have one trick bloody. that I want to I want to use okay. for future videos. But anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, there was a was a good disaster kick uh, to Sammy Guevara, uh, a uh, Oz cutter um, that he hit at one point to Sammy Guevara. Uh,
1: there was a bump involving Brandy, um, Sammy Guevara shielding Brandy Rhodes from a from a Tope Suicida, which, uh, Brandy Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, Brandy Rhodes took to an enormous amount of booze. Um, yeah. yeah, I you, mean, you yeah. It, yeah. Like, yeah. But then, I don't. I don't as think much as like, here's the thing. Like, I, I th- thought that was an accident. I thought it was legit. An no, accident.
0: I, no. Come on, man. Because he didn't fully like hit her. He like hit her on the me? side. Are you ribbing no, me? No, I'm not ribbing you. I legit thought that like,
1: no, that that was it a bu- it was it was very much clearly a bump, considering what happened later in the match, where Brandy Rhodes uh, hits Sammy Guevara with her with her heel, which uh, which which can't be pleasant, but. I thought Sammy Guevara, a face like, using a for, heel. he really. I thought from like throughout this entire show, I thought Sammy Guevara came off as your. He he ha, he reminded me of like shades of Randy Orton, two thousand four Evolution. Wow especially considering how the show ended um i mean i didn't, I didn't think that but i thought he was a very good heel and he was doing a great he's, job of what he's he's he he i feel like down the road he's going to become like one of their top heels alongside mjf and all that stuff yeah yeah i could see that uh then we moved great on match Ooh. oh uh sammy guevara he la- he does tries to do a flip on cody rhodes cody rhodes uh puts his knees over. up he didn't put the crossroads he um what happened after uh, Guevara lands – I mean, after Guevara lands on Cody's knees, he goes up for the roll-up pin for the win. Okay. Yeah, I
0: mean, good match. Good match. And then we moved on to uh, MJF versus Brandon. Come on, Cutler. man.
1: Post-match. Don't you remember what happened post-match? No, I don't. Tony Schiavone goes to the ring. Uh, before, before Tony Schiavone ever gets a word in, Cody Rhodes just comes in for a hug. And then before Tony Schiavone could ever get a question out of Cody Rhodes – Chris Jericho promptly beats him up post match, and this goes throughout oh. the commercial break. Yeah, that was I don't know. I didn't. I, I, li- I, didn't I, like I, I thought it. I mean, again, you were talking about like these post, like these heat, those post match heat beatdowns, like. This is supposed to intensify what's going to happen to at full gear and come November 9th. Absolutely, man. I agree.
0: It builds a storyline, and they're starting. This the one made st- sense. It made sense. I didn't like how long it went. I thought it was a little ridiculous for the whole picture and picture commercial break. To oh, be I
1: loved. I liked be, it. To be
0: just a, like, why even watch that? that he's going to be down. Okay, cool. Why Why am I going to pay that?
1: I just feel like you're just not giving it a chance at that point. Like, oh, he's giving a beatdown, but I'm not – okay, that's just happening. Whatever. I'm not going to watch.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting it out of. Because at a certain point, it's like, okay, he's beating him down. He's beating him down.
1: I mean, if it, I mean it got he's over with me. Down, He's beating him down. He's beating him down. It got over with me considering yeah. it. it's supposed to build up to full gear because we know Cody versus Jericho for the title. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was a pretty good segment, and it, and I like the fact that it went throughout the commercial and uh, I'm kind of curious what the feed was like uh, during the commercial because apparently, fight that uh, that five dollar a month subscription, you don't get you c- it, it stays. You yeah. get the you don't com- get, you don't get any commercials. Yeah, you don't get any commercials at all. It just all of a sudden it starts to slow down a little bit. Like yeah. you, you know, the commentators like say, "Oh, we'll be right back," but you know, don't leave because there'll be picture in picture. Did you see her, Jim Ross, I and then there's just si- and then there's silence. But then they still they're still talking which is really fascinating. I want to see that. Well, like, do, like them talking, like, what do you have notes on? Or I don't know. I actually don't know. But then I heard like, oh, but there's, they're, they're still commenting on the action. Wow. Which wow. I think is for in consideration for the fight. That's viewers. cool. Um, I like that. It's, uh, it's yeah. a good way. Uh, Tony Shavani. We forgot too. to mention that. Tony Shavani's back. He,
0: Tony Shavani, And it's you know, so the, nice to hear him. The world-class softball commentator.
1: And, he's uh, back. and, uh, g uh not, yeah i think g league atlanta Bl- atlanta braves commentator too
0: yeah there you go oh he also did some wrestling stuff back. and he in was a starbucks barista
1: <laughs> it's not that's true there was an actual atlanta news story where he says like hey i'm in a position in life where i am so comfortable i can get to i get to call uh, minor league uh Atlanta Braves games and all my spare time make a little extra cash doing Starbucks barista and there's no shame on that and you know good for Tony Schiavone yeah you know what but I I don't think he I don't think he's a Starbucks barista anymore he's like I do AEW and then I go to Starbucks right
0: after I I do the cross-country tour I do a different Starbucks each week and there you go so apparently
1: he's only doing dynamite
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's. I like the fact that, that makes sense. They're gonna have someone exclusively for yeah. the dynamite. And So he's the dynamite Jim guy. Ra-
1: the two voices of the Monday Night Wars in the same booth. Uh,
0: who was? Who were the commentators at um at the fight for the Fallen and Fighter Fest? It was Excalibur. Golden Boy. Go- yeah, I don't. I don't like Golden Boy. Oh,
1: I. Lo- I can't. I can't differentiate Golden Boy from Excalibur. E- exactly. That's at least with Tony Schiavone, of, you can. Tell. I might have to do a little. I might have to work a little harder in trying to differentiate from that because I do kind of just. I, I, it it's like become, when it kind of becomes dead air a little. It's bit. like when
0: Beth Phoenix and Renee Young were on the same show.
1: No, that you could tell the difference between those two. It took a second.
0: It no, really no. I think me, they, maybe not for you, but for me it did. Yeah. Uh, we go to the second match: Brandon Cutler versus MJF. I think this is my first time seeing Brandon Cutler.
1: Was he, ever? I, I think. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, he was. A, he's a he's a staple for uh, being the elite. I think in order to really, because this was actually the most built up match. Arguably the entire like for the entire card because this took like this was like three months in advance actually if you yeah. if you follow being the elite where which I don't think the one point four million viewers uh, are. Not not all one point four it's not a one one, but a good amount. That that entire crowd was I singing would say being Half. the
0: elite. Half the half the people of the uh, audience, the full audience, not the people that were there, of the full audience know, know about being the elite. That, and they okay, will, I'll give you
1: credit for that, but then i I still think I still think I'll a good amount still watch Being the Elite, and I think they and I think they know that, but then that's not going to stop them from like referencing stuff from Being the Elite. That's actually I feel like when oh, yeah, they reference yeah. stuff from Being the Elite, it's rewarding viewership. It, you want people to watch that it's show. It's rewarding
0: right? the the hardcore fans too that are following it, but. And yeah. the people that there are people that do watch being the elite and don't watch wrestling. I mean, there are people that say, "Oh, I watch that, being the elite." I know I mean, it's sure. random. It's weird. <laughs> the, sure. it's, it's a YouTube show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people know about
1: Kenny Omega and the Bucks from that. That has seven hundred thousand followers. Yeah, subscribers. That's that is not insignificant at all. So half, I, of, the, I half of the viewers. From- I don't want to discount. I, that's the thing. I'm I'm not willing to discount BTE viewers No? because that's. I mean, they are, if anything, Disgraded. they are what that yeah. made that made AEW or like made the elite the
0: elite. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel it. At least I can bust on my goal. Anyway, we'll get to the final show. Uh, but MJF versus Brandon Cutler, um, you know, MJF cuts a heel promo, as he does. You know, we're all stupid. We're all poor. And I'm better than you, you. I'm better than you. A great promo. I th- yeah, no, I just, he
1: did a great job. He, like, he gonna, stepped up
0: to the plate. I feel like it's kind of like similar to Paul Heyman, where it's a good promo, but it's like, okay, yeah, no, we get it.
1: Like, but then, don't still. you think it's a little bit alarming the fact that you feel this way the first episode in? I mean, with MJF, yeah, when he comes bit. out and says the same thing every
0: time, maybe a little bit. But that's what I'm saying with Paul Heyman. I do start. It is thrown. a bit of
1: a it is a bit of a concern because MJF is within strictly in a wrestling show setting. Yeah. But when really his real strength is through those BTE skits, where he gets a lot of time and a lot more like like a like a more refined setting. Mm-hmm. To uh, to his for his work. Yeah. We're like it's outside. It's out. And I feel like that's what they should honestly kind of hunker down for MJF is skits like out, off the camera skits. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was a fine promo, but then I think the- it's it's not as it's not to MJ tonight was not towards MJF's strengths. Yeah. His full potential.
0: No, definitely. Um, and then you know they had a somewhat decent match. This match, I mean, it was it, it was a match. It killed the crowd. Yeah. I'll say that. Uh, well, yeah. Um, amongst c- amongst a couple of the players. end of the match it was a little weird because Cutler gets on the top ropes and he looks like he just jumps right off, like or uh, kind of like doesn't botch, but kind of jumps right down to the mat, which I thought was a work. I don't think so. I mean, because it, it seemed really weird. Yeah. He jumped down. and He looked like he grabbed his ankle, and all of a sudden uh, MJF uh, goes for an armbar. So you know who are? Yeah, um, the disarm her. The, exactly, he wanted to prove a point to Becky Lynch. She says, "I'm the real man," uh, but no. That's why I think that this wasn't a work. I think it was a shoot because they went he went after the arm, not the leg. If it was a work, I don't he know went, he would have went after the leg. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's my know. reasoning behind it. Um, so MJF one with the submission with the arm bar.
1: Like he but then he he injured his leg, but he goes for the arm. Exactly. That's why I don't think of, he went yeah. for
0: it. Or that's why I think it was a
1: shoot. But Yeah. I mean yeah, that can lead me to believe in that case.
0: Uh, after this we have uh, Jay Jane Silent Bob in the front row. Jason Muse and Kevin Smith. Yeah, I'm Jan It's
1: really crazy to me that Kevin Smith has lost all that weight over the years, yet refuses to buy new clothes. You know why he lost the weight, right? Uh, he had a heart attack when yeah, yeah, he nearly died. Sorry,
0: we just had this conversation on my ra- the radio show I worked at the other day. Someone was like, oh, yeah. he,
1: he looks like he lost a lot of weight. And I was like, he's had a heart attack. They're like, oh. Did you know Ooh. what he said about that? Ooh. You know what he said about that, like that period in t- of time? What? He said that if he were to die that night, he wouldn't have cared. He wouldn't because yeah, he wouldn't have cared because he considers his life more or less complete. Oh wow. Well. Which I, I mean, listen, man. You, if that's your stage, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel, and that's your station in life. But well, you know, what? he has a lot of money. He has a lot of money, and he's he, making movies still. His family's more than taken care of. He worked on like the Batman versus Superman movie, didn't he? He's he made up. He's made up with Ben Affleck. Dude, they got everybody in that movie in the jane sound bob reboot oh i haven't I, like I, I, they had is a, there tra- a preview out? yeah they had a trailer out fucking matt damon is in that movie well, he's in all the movies he's in all the uh,
0: old uh cl- clerk not clerks but uh clerk he was suit. in dogma i think that Bogma. was the only
1: i mean that and jane sound bob strikes back were the two kevin smith oh that and he had a like a cameo in chasing, chasing amy yeah was he in Mallrats? no ben affleck was in Mallrats. yeah he <laughs> yes he, he was definitely call me joey
0: call uh, me joey uh, it's a fucking it's a scooter. It's not a fucking scooter. That's that's no, I know. I'm just know. one of them.
1: Mallrats is an underrated movie.
0: It's a great movie. I love Mallrats. I really do. It's one of those movies I watched when I was like at a nobody. Teenager.
1: Like that's nobody talks about Mallrats. Oh, I bad. mean, you know, because oh, well, yeah.
0: Anyways, uh, like I said, um, Jason Muse and Kevin Smith are in the front row. Um, they're there pretty much to hype up the entire night for the tag team titles. It was cross-promotion for the new James Bond. The new movie, the too. But they didn't, movie. I felt like they didn't do a lot of promoting for that movie, which was cool. Like They, they just, just mentioned there. that Chris Jericho's in their new one. Yeah, and that they were there. Um you know, they're, hey, we're from this movie. Yeah. It wasn't like, I'm here from this movie. Guys, go see it this, you know, this Friday so or next week. Our Friday. sound
1: was a little bit like we had to work, we had to work a little bit harder to get like every. Because we had the A's game going. Because the A's game was going on. But then my, bro- my brother texted me this um, right after the show saying, oh, wait, I thought they were filming a scene. Were they filming a scene? of in that of that movie within the dynamite taping that's what he said no okay so what i saw i saw
0: later there was clips of them acting like jane Silent Bob backstage and they were doing, okay. yo, bro. Like, oh, because it was with Joey Janella. I think this was just with Joey Janella, though. Um, and I saw on his It was not Instagram. for the movie. I don't think so. OK. Because he was walking by. He was like, hey, aren't you Joey from so-and-so? I was like. I don't want to spend that much you know, time on this thing, though. But, um, but you know, it was good. It it's, was it's funny. Good, it's watch good. It's good promotion. And like. Because they're all from Jersey. The character's from Jersey. He's from Jersey. Yeah. And Jersey, Jersey. Hey, Jersey. How you doing?
1: Yeah. It's like, when you think about it. No, not everybody, like, it's it's good that not everyone's on this show, but yeah. we digress.
0: Uh, but no, so Angelico and Jack Evans come out, they're like,
1: <laughs> and then
0: Private Party come out to give them And beers, they went, <laughs> and they this, That's pretty for much For some it. reason, Private Party was escorted away from the uh, front row. I don't mm. know why.
1: And this does, and this makes, and this conversation makes zero sense because they don't meet each other at the tournament at all. I don't even think Angelico and Jack Evans are in. No, they're
0: not. They're just building up the tag division.
1: <gasps> that makes
0: sense yeah but that's cool whatever <laughs> i mean they're this they're, was okay listen they're giving them a storyline and they're giving them something to do
1: the the brandon cutler mjf match and then this match kind of what was do you know what was going on during nxt i have no idea i mean okay. i can pull I those, I was, but i'm not no gonna no it's okay but then i felt like this that oh partic- Io,
0: Io Shirai and i think uh Yim. okay yeah sure that was actually a really long match that was fucking yeah we'll get there
1: but um uh that I felt like the energy it took the energy out of that crowd, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, after, I think that was a bad
0: stretch. After that, we had SCU with a video package. Oh, uh, and this also, and <laughs> in, in standing in front of uh the White House in Washington, D.C. Scorpio Sky with a
1: okay, keep on, uh, yeah,
0: Scorpio Sky Sorry. playing the president. I don't want to sit here and assume he was playing President Barack Obama because he
1: was, it was clear, okay, yeah. He I mean, was cool, my fellow Americans. I like you, it. you went, he went, He's straight up just. Yeah. You um, like don't it. have to worry about it.
0: Okay, cool. Um, so they're there declaring Washington, D.C. the worst town in, they've ever been to because that's what they do. Yeah. Um, also, that's going to get tiring after a while, too. I feel like a lot of these things that they do and on indie circuits, One episode in. Yes. Well, it's also because it. SCU I've seen many, many different times. And, other, and they just come, this is the worst
1: and city I've
0: ever And I think it's in. very
1: much in service of the live crowd. When yeah. They when that live crowd sees it, they'll be like, "Oh shit! I don't. I've never seen SCU live. Exactly. I get to see them do this stuff, and I'll I'll join on with them, but then go be in our shoes and watching it on television, and we see it week after week." Yeah. They have to be cognizant of it. They have to. Have, that's the thing that's a little bit worrying about AEW, and they say that they're self-aware, but I don't think they're self-aware about being not self-aware.
0: And I think one thing we missed that I caught later is that uh, Scorpio Sky actually declares the team to be competing in the tag team tournament to be uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. That's the main takeaway. So okay, uh, they come sorry, out. Sorry, Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. So he says that he these two it's guys. a good call. Yes, maybe Scorpio will be more of a singles competitor uh, if they ever have a middleweight or a, a mid card title. Hey, who knows? Um, then they come out to the rings uh, or come out to the ramp, um, to, I guess, give an interview with one of the, who was interviewing them up there? Can't remember, but out come the Lucha brothers and, you know, Penta in his full, uh, golf jacket and loaf. Well, he didn't have loafers on, but Phoenix yeah, I think it was him. Tony Was it Tony Chimani? I want to say, I want to say it too. Um, but they come out, Lucha brothers come out, they all brawl. Um, I'm thinking this is going to be the tag team tournament final right here. I, they're setting up for this. I um, mean, they're I they're, think they're on big, each they're on each side of the bracket, aren't they? Yeah, um, SCU's on one side of the bracket. Yeah, it's definitely the final. This is for sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know how. But else
1: then I mean. that's. But then, do you re, do you want the Bucks to lose their first match? Yes, I don't think they should. Well, Kenny Omega lost a bunch they, of matches. They, they need, I feel like Young Bucks. That I don't think. I think where they're at right now. I think they need to give Young Bucks a rub on this one. And I feel like, and um, they don't need to lose their first match. And as, having, who's their first match with? I mean uh, no. I'm just saying. I think, okay. Cody's won their won his match. Lucha Brothers first. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. If if I think seeing that bracket, either the Lucha Brothers lose their first match or Young Bucks lose their first match. I don't see Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers meeting up with each other again. They no. could still it could still happen. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it should. Oh yeah yeah you're right um, you're right. But yeah no. But I mean Luchasaurus versus oh it, you're
0: right. It's it's just, it's Luchasaurus and, um, and Jungle Boy
1: versus the L- Young Bucks. No, the. Uh, versus but, Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers. And I think Luchasaurus should. Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy. A boy in his dinosaur, which is. I, is that the name? I, it I, has to be. I, I want to call him I don't Jurassic. remember.
0: It's, it's so. Yeah, Jurassic Express. I like that better. Oh, here we go. I got, I got the bracket right here. So we have Jurassic Express. Oh, that's what they're called. The Jurassic Express versus Lucha Brothers. Private Party versus Young Bucks. Okay. SCU versus Best Friends. And uh, Dark a Order. Buy with a bye. Um, they are facing a bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye. Um, so yeah, so that's the tournament so far, and we'll see how it goes. Um, like I said, I think this will be the final. After that, we have Pack. That bastard Pac. Ugh, he's back. He's facing Hangman mm-hmm. Page. Uh, that's that is the noise. That is the number one defining noise of Pac. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Paige uh, doing a lot of flips and dives in this match. uh Attempted buckshot lariat. Attempted buckshot lariat. Eventually, Pack does uh, hit the low blow to page Hits the red arrow. Hits puts in the rings of Saturn and makes a uh, hangman. page submit. They said the name. I don't remember. <laughs> I thought they said rings of Saturn. They don't say rings of Saturn. Okay. I mean, it is a rings of Saturn. It
1: is a rings of Saturn,
0: and that is but like a, that is like the name of the move. It's not like it's like a lariat.
1: I thought this was a really good match. Um, uh. I always think yeah, it, was, it, was good. Yeah, it was a good match. Pac looked like he looked it was business as usual for <laughs> Pac. That dude looks awesome. His pre-match and post-match presence um, is second to none. He came off looking like a really big deal for AEW. But Hangman Adam Page, this is a guy, in my opinion, who, ha- who legitimately just has all the tools he just doesn't know how to perfectly use them yet. Yeah. His, his bookshot Lariat is money. His look is money. Well, I'm not a big fan of the champs, but the, his theme song is money. The way he structures a match, the way he has that baby face fire in him. I like a lot, but he, uh, there's always this thing in wrestling where he's certain. Still- per- no, where certain performers have to find that proverbial it factor. Exactly. That, he's not ready. that is something that Adam page lacks, not And he doesn't have to have it now. It was actually a good decision for him to have this sort of losing streak because he is somebody that I really do think AEW really should slowly build towards and have become their long term project because I really do believe once, you know, push comes to shove, that guy will eventually become one of your touch, like, pillars of that company well it's the best that, way to describe I, I, him yeah
0: is um I, he reminds me of edge after he left the brood um but was still in the Intercontinental That's a good title comparison. scene you know where he was still like everyone really was behind him really wanted to win i think he even had a wwe title shot but lost because he, has, he wasn't and,
1: ready and he can have great matches like again we talked about his match against eddie guerrero in um smackdown mm-hmm. of that um that, that one match. time yeah. <laughs> yes, that one time. That one time. Uh, when yeah. When they ga- hey, when they gave him the Rob Zombie music, you would think he would uh oh, God. he would uh, elevate towards up- his highest potential, which he would eventually reach. But yeah, Hangman Adam Page, I I am a big I, I consider myself a big Adam Page fan. Um, he probably should have done one more year in New Japan. Because that dude was a standout in the A Block, in the G One climax that he was in. I feel like I say this every time we are, talk about Adam Page. Are they ever
0: going to do a, a, a Diamond Dallas Page father storyline with him?
1: You, you know,
0: Dallas. If they Page haven't done it Hangman now. Page? They'll
1: do it eventually. You think he's going to get like DDP Yoga? Oh, a DDP Yoga crossover. He's every like in those episodes of Being the Elite, where he was always accused of being a fat ass. And then all of a sudden, Hangman. And
0: then all of a sudden, Hangman Page is on Shark Tank. Yeah, because DDP Yoga was on Shark Tank. Uh like I said pack wins with the submission and that was the match. Yeah. After that <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, sorry then he went uh, and then walked yeah. away. So he's uh 2-0. 2-0 and, and, and they made it they made a point to tell everybody that too.
1: Yep, the what did you think of their presentation of their be all, of their win loss Oh, you were
0: said you said something yesterday about how the the draws were in the middle, right? the it's like win draw loss win
1: loss draw that's what and then that's what the our uh our our fellow watchers said too right
0: so so it's win that's loss how, draw on yeah. the screen or is it win draw loss it's win loss draw okay so that's regular that's usually how it is yeah. um so no i mean it's cool i it's like cody's it. 2-1-1 i think it'll eventually catch up to them though because eventually i mean do they restart it every year
1: i i believe Always. i have faith in tony khan want like like having this be their be all end all philosophy because he himself runs a statistics company not run it but then he's associated with an actual stats company and i do feel like that is the the proverbial x factor that aew has with them like having an actual win-loss record because and then having it wins and losses matter but then he also said they're doing they're doing a college football philosophy where there's going to be heat checks where like their win-loss record may not be as impressive. But then they're having, and I hate to say this, momentum on their side. Oh, God. So, yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, it yeah. Just, like here's the call thing called a heat check. Like, I this think... person's hot, we'll give them a, lot, a little bit more opportunity. I
0: think that um, there should be a restart to the ring. Like, I think there should be yeah. a career record and, you know, a season record.
1: I'm surprised. I don't think anybody has that. I don't think they've ever, like, answered that.
0: Yeah. Some. I. It, maybe next year, maybe with All Out and Two, it'll just kind of.
1: Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I know NBA seasons do that, and they they really want a well, all, yeah, all sports like presentation. But then this yeah. is a combat like. But then, but this is within the context of a combat or sport sort of thing. Does, what Uf- does you? What is UFC? UFC do? No, that they, they those stick. Those stick. That's to just each visual, like That's just lifetime. This so, career. So it's lifetime. like one
0: hundred and two and zero.
1: Yeah, like like Floyd Mayweather. He's forty nine and zero. That's That's on his boxing record. Yeah, go for that fucking bastard. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Now he's just kind of a dick. I uh, heard stories about him.
0: Uh, let's get into the women's tag t- or the women's uh, championship match, though, shall we? Oh yeah. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Riho with Britt Baker on commentary. Who didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was just like, I'm gonna say, if you didn't tell me that she was on commentary, I would have never known. Been... Uh, they, well, they did cut to her face, you know, several times. Which yeah. I'm not complaining, but hey, she's just forget like, oh yeah. She's Don't let commentary. the NXT champion hear you say that. All right. Uh, I think that dude has more things to worry about from this point on. (laughs) Uh, Nyla Rose
0: uh, starts the match going right after Rio. Back and forth between the two women. Nyla tried to get a chair to use her with the ref. Takes it away. Uh, Nyla pulls out a pile of chairs, though, and says, screw it, and uh, lands Rio right on him. Uh, Eventually, she gets thrown down. Rio hits the coup de grace on Nyla Rose onto the chairs. Um, And I wonder if... No, I mean, sure, it was planned. It's just coincidence that you know Finn Balor was on NXT. Eventually, we have a Death Valley driver to Rio, followed by a kick-out superplex to Nyla. Uh, Meteora, it was kind of a running Meteora to Nyla Rose, and she gets the pin and the win on Nyla Rose. So, Riho is your inaugural AEW women's champion. Uh, Congratulations, Rio. After the match, though, Michael Nakazawa came out and he wanted to do an an interview with Riho in the ring in Japanese.
1: So uh, this match, um, on paper, I was sort of hot and cold about it, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad to say that this went above, this went clear, like way above my expectations. I thought Riho became, I thought, I thought like, by the end of, by by the end of this match, the crowd really kind of stood up for like the last third act of it. Yeah, um, yeah Nyla yeah. Rose looked awesome as She's this monster green.
0: heel. She's still pretty green.
1: Though. She she is still pretty green, but then the overall beats of the match she. You know, she did them. She followed through with them, mm-hmm. and I thought it looked great. That Death Valley Driver was awesome. It looked really good to, to the point where I felt like that. And Nyla like, Rose what, seems like she's getting
0: better. Like I'm compared to the first match that I see, saw her in, in AEW, she seems like she's already gotten but
1: better since then. That Death Valley Driver I thought was awesome because, and I legitimately thought it was a finish. There was some great near falls. Yeah, I thought Riho played uh, the scrappy babyface underdog. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the scrappy babyface underdog. Which um, the, the 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 edge that she has over Nyla Rose and in this entire match actually fucking won, yeah. Unlike in WWE, where it's always the bridesmaid, never the bride, sort of mentality. Well, with their would, baby faces, a lot of people
0: always say, you know, like, oh, you you want the you want the face to fight for. There's
1: it. always again, I cannot. I cannot st- account how many times I hear like a Cedric Alexander or like Michael Cole saying, Cedric Alexander has nothing to sh- be ashamed about. Ricochet has nothing to be ashamed about. Finn Balor has nothing to be ashamed about. Like all these start and stop babyface pushes. Yeah. I thought Nyla Rose, she looked great in this match. In fact, I think she would be her, be, her being a monster at the chase would actually fare better for her. Riho, I thought, was made tonight. I thought she looked. I honestly thought she was tremendous. She I looked, thought this match was I mean, great. It was a good match. Um, um, it, I mean, <laughs> there was a weird moment before the match where the camera just started creeping on Riho to a point where like, okay, we're going to cut. You can see Riho, she's like staring into the camera, and like the, the camera's not zooming in. The it's camera like is close. being dollied right into her face. Just, it, was it, in yeah, it was in the ring before yeah, the match. Yeah, it was in the ring. Yeah, I remember match. that.
0: Um, there was also that that uh, weird spot um, earlier in the night when Brandy Rhodes ha- took that bump, and the camera was like right on her, with the dre- her dress kind of flew upwards. And yeah, I was like, and "Oh, then-
1: cameraman! Yeah, <laughs> uh, <can't laughs> be camera- careful there." That cameraman cut. Quickly. TV fourteen. The director, you mean? <laughs> what Cam- cameramen do not cut. Um, Directors do. <laughs>
0: Same man, you're the video guy, I know. Um, no, it's true though. Um, but yeah, no, so it's one of those things. What'd you think of the match, then? It was, it was good. I just, yeah, I'll comparative. I think overall, and it's hard to say, I wanted to wait until I got to talk about NXT. I think overall, NXT had better wrestling on the show. Yeah, I think, well, I, I, I think
1: we just talk about that after the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, comparative to like this was a good match, but like when we we're watching side by side, you know, it was hard to fully get into it. Um, I like that Riho was the first champion. You know, if Nyla Rose would have won, it would have been the typical, like, the heel wins, and then the babyface will come back, build up momentum, and then win the title at a pay-per-view, which would have been, like, okay, the same fucking thing all the time. Title
1: holder, because, like, if you look at the grand scheme of things, I know we only have one champion so far. I think it would. I, I think it was the right call to make the women's the face.
0: face champion. Yeah. Uh, after the match, though, like I said, Michael Nakazawa wanted to do an uh, interview with Riho in Japanese, which I really liked. Who was hilarious? Which I really loved because it was a direct shot at WWE with this. They said we want to do an interview in Japanese because you know how WWE they make yeah. their they make Oscar speak English, and they make um, Kyrie Saint speaking. Given they already the, know how to speak English,
1: and the Road 2s. the Road Two shows that all Elite they like those guys do. Riho speaks Japanese Good. and it's in subtitles awesome. and it puts and it's it doesn't hamper her at all like this is you know this is a woman who happens to speak Japanese and she works for this company like we can they want to make uh, Kairi saying and Asuka just they just want to make sure they just speak English because that's the only way they can get over that's like the only way they can get over and I think I think the, the be all end all for AEW is there to prove, and John Moxley, I think, said this on his Talk as Jericho podcast, where he says, AEW is out there to prove that WWE's creative process does not work. This is, the, this is what we're going to show, and this is going to be the alternative. And uh, I'm going to say this again when we reach the main event, and uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so
0: Nyla Rose comes in, beats down on Michael Nakazawa, beats down on Riho, gives Nakazawa tr- well, gives attempts a power bomb at first, can't get him up,
1: lands on his head. Land, well, it was, well, very it was soft. Tap, it, was a, it. it was a
0: soft landing. Um, then she eventually picks him up, gives him a power bomb. She's beating down on Riho. and then all of a sudden, out comes. The cleaner Kenny Omega to save the day, which
1: I thought was really weird because oh, it, I know I thought it was super weird because you're wasting Ken, the, your first visual of Kenny Omega on AEW Dynamite by yeah. re, by him just rescuing Riho. I
0: didn't get it, yeah. and I'm hoping they're not going for Omega versus Nyla Rose. That's
1: what Tony Khan the the, the that media that media interview. Uh-huh. He straight up just said that's not that's not the direction they're going. Okay, because Tony Khan he himself is not a fan of intergender matches, which. I, I mean, I get it, but then the only reason I thought that <laughs> come on Tony, it's fake.
0: The only thing I, yeah, the only thing I thought about with that is that, uh, no, cause some people get fucking like, Oh yeah, no, I'm violence on women. I, whatever. Sure. Whatever. That's their thing. I'm not sitting here trying to advocate, you know, violence towards women. It's just one of those things. It's fake. It's scripted. You can script the woman as strong as the man. In, uh,
1: in I mean, match. you saw that with Nyla Rose against Michael Nakazawa. You saw that. I mean, you
0: saw them scripting yeah. Riho strong against. This was yeah, like Nyla it's
1: it, there's a bit of a miscommunication going on yeah. with that go, with that as Nyla Rose because no, i you're right. Nyla Rose and Kenny Omega was definitely teased, and it then definitely. for and then for Tony Khan to immediately just nip that one in the bud after the show when it's not broadcast. Well, if, like those, those 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 media interviews, they're not they're not on TNT. But, if they were to do an intergender match, this you month, could go. Wor- you could do worse than um, you could do a lot worse
0: because Kenny, Omega, Kenny has Omega has done Kenny Omega has done plenty of intergender he's matches. Fought, he's fought seven year old girls, and I think he's an advocate for intergender, isn't he? Intergender wrestling.
1: I mean, he's on. He's in mixed tag matches. So that's the thing. Was...
0: That's the thing. It's like with Tony Khan saying he's not a fan of it, but Kenny Omega has done so many of these matches. Who's to say what's exactly going to happen in the future? We'll see, man. Yeah, exactly. I think.
1: I'll, but then I do think Tony Khan is the be all end all. I think he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He is the founder and CEO of Uh, this company. I'm the man. I'm talking. I saw this one tweet. Um, I should have retweeted, I should have sent it to you. Um, I think I already told you this. Like, yeah, in order to convince Vince, you need to con Vince. Uh, In order to convince, you get it? Yeah.
0: Um, And then after this was the main event. We had LAX and Chris Jericho versus... Yeah, it just
1: spills onto this. Kenny Omega and then is like, oh, wait, we're up. Okay, whatever. Uh, Versus The Elite,
0: uh, the team of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Good God. I just realized we have another show uh, Omega and Santana start the match. Uh, Jericho attempts a wall uh, very early, receives a double super kick. Uh, then we have super kicks to both members of LAX, and pretty early on, then uh, Omega, LAX,
1: uh, Santana, and Ortiz. No. Yes, Homicide and Hernandez. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think people. I know y'all know, but you know, I, they don't call themselves LAX. By the way, they're not. They're just calling. They're me. not called LAX. They're Santana and Ortiz. Okay, but it's easier that way. Yeah. Um, let's see. Then Moxley
0: appears uh, behind Kenny Omega. They go. He drags him back to an
1: enormous pop.
0: Oh, of course. You and
1: know, the cam- And we. Can, you can see it in the thumbnail. The camera work for this one was amazing. This was shades of Ibushi, Osprey, uh, fake out, uh, Hurricane Rana level shit right there. Like you t- could tell the New Japan influence on this one, and the. Yeah, Moxley
0: uh, drags him backstage uh, into a very special VIP VIP
1: area. room in which Jr. says, what? "This is the first time I heard
0: about it. We have one." <laughs> I thought that was good. I he, thought yeah he, he was kind of pissed. He's like, "I was sitting in the we back. had one. I could have got some. I
1: was lemon. eating. Ba- I was eating bacon barbecue in the back
0: of my pickle. I could have got bubble water. Um, and then eventually, They so- got a little bit of that." Uh, a little bit of No you did Come on man. Uh, Hey you know what He wore the shirt last night It's gonna happen We just need to get it On a sound clip It's gonna We're gonna get sound clips Eventually um, Like I said Death Writer to um, Kenny Omega Through the glass table Quote unquote The sugar glass table um, Then the Bucks are, are in the ring It's a three on two Handicap match mm-hmm. Moxley's
1: of... gonna be fine Wait, WWE, you know really WWE's funny? got
0: it <laughs> You know what's the one thing That we didn't point out Moxley's beating the shit Out of fucking
1: Kenny Omega And the ref is looking Right at him That got a lot of criticism That did right get a lot the of fuck criticism out and i thought thing is my immediate reaction was this is called a trios match and i think they're playing by cml or C- triple a or cml they're playing mexican rules lucha libre yeah lucha libre rules um, where because, they don't call it off
0: because it was the one, the one thing that really kind of made me think that is when somebody got thrown in lucha libre when somebody gets thrown out of the ring the next person gets in does does there? it's like attack yeah they get thrown in the ring it's like attack somebody else
1: gets in. it's an easy i thought it was an easily it got a lot of criticism in which i thought it was a very easily fixable situation that just wasn't addressed where you could have the commentary saying like this first trios rules we're going by me- from from down south the mexicans uh when this happens they either just you either ask the bucks to <laughs> yeah continue, no they couldn't do that <laughs> But then they should have like, like I, no, the Mexicans then, wrestle. But then like they like the referee Rick Knox, that's him, right? Yeah, I don't, um, like, I don't know who the ref was. I think it's Rick Knox. Um, where he they could have easily just fixed this by saying by by Rick Knox asking Young Bucks to like, do you want to continue? And it's like screw it, yeah, let's do they, it. They could. They, it, it was an easily fixable situation, nah. and they, they didn't. They just didn't
0: address it. Wait, okay you got you lost me at that last part though what with, when asking the bucks if they want to continue because if it's supposed to be it puts spo- them over If it's supposed like- to be a sports thing with records and everything then it's a disqualification no matter what how can you sit there and it's a favoritism you can't on either just, but side then,
1: but then it's but then you're kind of just getting yourself into a corner like okay then we're we're ending our main event with a non-finish you don't want to do that. no i don't i don't want to do that. They don't want to do ref bumps, but sometimes you got to do a ref bump. But then it makes you also think, do you think this wasn't planned, but then they didn't they didn't plan to go this long and they needed to find a way to get Moxley into the show? Um, no, no. I, I you think this was always, I mean, of course, because that table spot would have always I, been planned. Yeah. But then, God, the
0: mini table spot. We'll maybe
1: it, it wasn't planned. Maybe Moxley just looked at that. It's like, hey, you're going to have enough time. All right, uh, Moxley. I mean, Omega. It's okay. I,
0: I got good health insurance. I'll go through a fucking third <laughs> class yeah. table.
1: Um, uh, Omega, I, I know you're – that's the thing. Also, the, the, um, they said uh, all the full-time people are insured. Which is you know all the full time employees, all the full time n- employees, not the
0: wrestlers, not Chris Jericho, not Chris Jericho, not well, no, the no, Bucks Chris the- Jericho. I think Chris Jericho. No, dude, Chris, Chris yeah.
1: Jericho. Chris Jericho has the same deal as Omega and Moxley, but Moxley is insured as wrestlers.
0: I'm sure they have separate deals as wrestlers and executive producers, executive vice presidents. I just I how, mean,
1: about, how about we just have universal health care?
0: yeah sure that'd be I'm, great
1: i'm down for it go so. out and vote everybody
0: um let's see the, so then the bucks are running rough shot on the heels eventually the heels take over hit uh they hit a code breaker on nick jackson judas effect to matt uh and the pin and the win on matt jackson by chris jericho
1: via judas effect uh, judas uh, uh, oh no i'll we'll get there uh but i thought <laughs> but then this match i thought i thought like lax and Bucks, th- these guys, these guys were fucking awesome tonight. They're not, they, they're, they're not were, LAX, Michael. Yeah, they're okay. Santana Ortiz, they. <laughs> I thought Santana and Ortiz came off as like some of the most, well, like amongst the best performers they in the world good. today. Young Bucks, what more can you say about it? I think, like one push, push their oh, like, DX at, colors. Like at the end of the day, like, people need to have like we really need to have like a serious conversation of like, like are like the level of like work that the Young Bucks have like have done this past like five years like nobody touches these guys like it's crazy it's crazy to me that they perform at this level yeah. in the position that these guys are in and yeah. they could just like they could turn like incredible matches on a dime yeah, yeah and i just thought <laughs> there was this one spot that ortiz did where he um uh, he tries to he does like a he, you remember planking yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, where he pretty much just planks on Matt Jackson, okay, and then tries to attempt a pin from that planking. I thought I, for some reason, my I got a cable box just in time for that Matt for um, you know all this shit. I was trying to rewind it so many times I couldn't I couldn't capture it, but it was um, yeah. great match and really really put over the Judas effect. We saw it not once but twice in and multiple shows on, on multiple shows. It is it is it might as well have been a. Bit of a bit of bit of freaking loaded gun.
0: Uh, after the match, though, uh, the heels continue the down on uh, the Bucks. Out comes Cody Rhodes uh, to kind of even up the score. Then out comes Sammy Guevara. Then out comes Dustin Rhodes to a big pop. To a big I would pop, say. yeah. Um, In and full then, paint. And then out comes the debut of Bellator's Jack Hager. Yeah, Jack Swagger. Uh, Jack, yep. Formally formerly known. known
1: as Jack, WWE's Jack Swagger, Jake Hager. And is this, your ace up? Is your show ending proverbial
0: quote unquote ace up the sleeve? And, and apparently he's been signed with them for a long time, and they just he's they they were signed since the beginning of all. Out. Yeah, he's kept his he's kept his mouth shut pretty much since then.
1: I don't think the thing is like. <laughs> It's not so much that it was a kid. Tony Khan. He um, I, I that's the thing. That's how important these media scrums are going to be because the amount of like context this actually shows what happens in this show. But Tony Khan says one of the best things but what, it was this is actually one of the best kept secrets that we like one of the few best kept secrets that we have going on for AEWs. Oh goddammit. And I'm like, and then I'm like, Tony, Shh. I have a feeling the you know why. It was a best kept streaker, right? Because no one gives a no one gives a single fuck about Jack Swagger in 2019. Like
0: nobody was asking about. him Like at nobody
1: all. was asking about him. That's yeah. why it was such a, a well kept secret. Yeah. But I'll say this with um with the with the signing of Jack Swagger, Trump supporter and anti transgender people um tra- anti trans people be damned because yeah he's definitely he when you look at him he's a transphobe purpose, yeah uh, he's kind of a piece of work. Strictly looking at at like what he can contribute to AEW as a wrestling company, like as a whole, I really I am willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because of one reason, and that is Sean Spears. You see Sean Spears. Mm-hmm. You see the creative the how much who they, wasn't on the show last night. Yeah, he'll be there next week. I know. I'm just saying. But uh, I see Sean Spears, and this was a guy who. Made me, made me interested in him, in one or two YouTube videos. That and I feel like, and they gave him so much creative freedom. And then the the creative process of getting that Sean Spears character over by doing the whole chair thing on Cody Rhodes, by doing by having him with Tully Blanchard, by having these Road Two buildups, and making him just like this 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 foil to uh, to Cody Rhodes. I thought. I was thinking this like, yeah. My immediate reaction was like, this is this is the best you can do, Jack, yeah, Jack Swagger. Definitely. But I'm willing to give him a shot. You know, he has he has a look. He has he does he has the chops. He's you know his catchphrase. He has a catchphrase, which unfortunately got over with uh well, with the majority of that crowd, with the Tea Partiers. <laughs> yeah. That was his. That was that was the gimmick. He was a Tea Party guy, right? And he legit felt that way too. If you see, if you read that on like, if you read like. I don't know stuff like that. Like he was, he was behind it, and he was legitimately behind it. While well, like, yeah. like when he had Zeb Coulter, it's like, oh no, this is a character. But then Jack Swagger's like, no, that's how I really feel. Problematic signing aside, what's Zeb Coulter's real name? Dutch Mantel. Yep. Uh, Yeah, I can't believe I called him under. You yeah, know, that's how much uh, WWE Kool Aid I drink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll see look, how it goes. Look at you after last week. Oh my <laughs> <God. kidding. laughs> We'll see that. how it goes. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt.
0: Okay. Yeah. No. So uh, this is a uh, this is a heel faction. The, the, Tony Khan said, uh, in fact, I guess this is the one thing I've heard from that. I didn't know it was from this, but. I highly said, recommend watching. He said, all uh, when I put this I, faction together or something like that.
1: I might say those Tony Khan. Wait, mythics. is he the Eric Bischoff of this group? He hopes not. He really doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I know. But. Honestly, like those are my most those are those are seriously like my most anticipated things out of these events. Him that. trying to him either trying to cover his bases or trying to justify any decision. That's and I and I also I also try to get him a go on my way watching these because I don't know how much we're gonna be getting these. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I love uh, I would love to see Tony Khan in a heel on screen role. Like, you know what, you guys suck. I can d-
1: boo. <laughs> you know, everything can change. Yeah. A lot of things can change. He'll probably be, he'll probably follow. In love with that, with that, you know, caveat. Like, let's. I'll say this: if you, if if you want, if you want Jake Hager to be the most hated person of all of wrestling, have him beat up Tony Khan in the middle of a ring. Yeah, like have Tony Khan take a bump. He's beating up one of us. Because that's the thing. That's the endearing part about Tony Khan is that he comes off as a regular person who's who is the spearhead of this company that everybody wants to succeed, and by proxy, you want him to succeed. Con, uh, right? com, compare yeah yeah definitely compared to the, fucking tire iron who wishes to be human known as Vince McMahon tire iron what they, that's, that's a tyrant or are you gonna, you I gonna, said tire iron I don't know what the hell <laughs> that even means he's fucking fucking tire iron Vince Jesus fuck that guy no it's fine uh, he's probably not. <laughs> it's a marathon, not a sprint.
0: And we continue the sprint.
1: We continue this fucking marathon, Corey. <laughs> to,
0: to uh to NXT. That was AW
1: Dynamite. What would
0: you think? It's, uh, it's on a scale of 1 to 10. It was good show. It was I think the anticipation of it is the main thing we were looking forward Atmosphere. to. Atmosphere. And it didn't it didn't let us down. It looked good, everything. There was nothing that was like this fucking sucks. Like there was some things in NXT that it was It wasn't like, perfect. Exactly. It wasn't perfect, but it wasn't horrible and it wasn't just it wasn't. It wasn't the best. It wasn't.
1: You know. It was. It no, was but the thing is, pretty damn good. There's. I thought it was a pretty damn good first show, that made me a lot more excited of what's to come, and that. And if. And I feel like that was its main objective. They want people to sustain. They wanted. They want us to sustained audience mm-hmm. as much as they could. Yeah. You know, like just think about any like television show where. Think about any television show and think about their first season in comparison to their second season. Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, OK, well, Doctor Who. But then like, <laughs> like, let's uh, I'm, uh, think about The Office season one. You know, uh, those yeah, those yeah. first six episodes. I don't
0: watch season one. That's the. You that's
1: know? Yeah. It's because. Well, because of season one, they were still they were trying to figure out what show they were. First episode. Exactly. Michael Scott dresses exactly like uh, Ricky Gervais's character on those episodes with his hair slicked back. No jacket. Didn't really know what to do with it. Exactly. You look at Parks and Recreation. Tried to be The Office. Leslie Nope was pretty much Michael Scott with a Um Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't watch that show, but then everybody says season one, you got to go. They had no through. collars. What the fuck is that shit? Exactly. Riker had no beard. That was weird. Um, that was the weirdest I can thing.
0: go on and on. Because I and went so, back and watched season one of Star
1: Trek. I was yeah. like, what? It's, but then you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, where, they're trying to
0: find their way. They're trying to figure out what show they are and who they are. Trying yeah. to find their identity. and um
1: yeah there are things where like oh and we're only on the first episode of this they gotta they gotta stop they gotta stop this and stop that again i really hope they're self they're a lot they're very self-aware of the level of self-awareness that they have yeah they actually do listen and um i mean they i i begin i'm beginning to think they do because everybody hated the librarians not a hint of librarians in the first episode it'll be next week though
0: but or it might be something kept on, you know, being the elite. Yeah. And I uh, haven't and, heard anything from them at all. Huh? So, we'll but this is happens.
1: exciting. AEW Dynamite Week One in the books, October third, October second,
0: second. Yeah, today's the
1: third. Yeah. Um uh,
0: But no, let's continue to NXT though. We got to get through this. We really do. Full Sail Arena kicks off uh, another. We are NXT video package, you know, because. Like, we are in the... Key. These are my kids, and I... We thinking. are not your kind. But it really kicks off with the match of the whole night, I think, all <coughs> around. Uh, Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle, who, which literally um, was a fucking great match, and like I said, like ma- you said the best match of best both, match both of the shows. I um, thing I liked about NXT is I... I legit thought the wrestling, the matches were better in NXT.
1: That's I feel like that's been the entire narrative last night. You think so? Well, like, the matches were indeed better. And they
0: really gave it their all, because it was more of a... Which you
1: normally never would say about that in a which WWE. Which AEW,
0: AEW Dynamite was more of a TV show. It had promos, it had video packages. Again,
1: something you would never hear about in the context of competing with WWE. But NXT really put on
0: a takeover, you know? They put on a takeover level event, and I thought it was fucking awesome. There was some extreme downfalls, uh, like the women's championship match. Well, we'll get there, and um, but there wasn't like, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I think that was the only my only complaint about the show. Um, Actually, like it was, it's, it was a, like a. I'm sure I wrote more down, but I
1: felt like I felt like just that very finish just kind of brought the entire show down to me. Though
0: I uh, kicked off, like I said, Matt Riddle, Adam Cole, awesome back and forth between both men. Um, Crowd but, was hot for everything. The, my favorite moment of the match though was when. Uh, the original bro uh, puts Adam Cole on his shoulders, um, tries to go, I think, for a Death Valley driver. But Adam Cole transitions into a fucking backstabber from that point. Uh, it was a really awesome moment. Uh, the end of the match had an armbar to Adam Cole. Cole gets out of it, hits the Judas effect to uh, Matt Riddle. Come on, man. It was a Judas effect. <laughs> I know. It was a back elbow. We called it a Judas effect when we were there watching. I'm going to call it a Judas effect here. Uh, and then we hit the lash out to Matt Riddle, and Adam Cole remains your NXT. Heavyweight champion.
1: Now, I again, uh, I thought it was a tremendous, tremendous match. Every near fall, every Canadian driver, Canadian destroyer, Panama Sunrise. Panama Sunrise, yeah. Um, move that, that, that was out there.
0: The, uh, the these I guys le- brought their A game. I legit thought Matt Riddle was going to win at some point. Uh, not going into it. I, I didn't think he was. Not, not going into it. During the match, I was like, holy shit, are they going to change the title?
1: How I wouldn't you- be surprised, but then I was... Uh, I didn't think there was going to be a title change the because way the I was started. so because I was so confident that that title change would be between Shayna and Candice LeRae. But I thought it was a tremendous match, and then I immediately thought I, I remember being so steadfast about oh no one's gonna le- no one's gonna leave NXT. But then watching this, I thought could this be Matt Riddle's write off? Yeah. There is a draft coming up, but then ooh, there's you, a draft coming. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, but right um, here. but then seeing that rating. Seeing that, like seeing the way they're going to react to the fallout of, you know, yeah. everything afterwards, Matt Riddle is probably going to stay. But boy, oh boy, that looked like Matt Riddle was going. You know what? He, and like, do you know like him going to Raw? And can you imagine what what someone like a Paul Heyman would do to a Matt Riddle? Well, yeah, he would put him. Against I feel Bob like I'd, I'd feel like he'd put against, put him against Brock and like make his makes Matt Riddle's wishes come true. Or, but he would actually like no legit like Paul Heyman would build the entire fucking brand around Matt Riddle. That's um, because he brings legitimacy, and that's what you know. That's what t- that, that's what makes
0: Paul Heyman hard. Here's the thing, though. Last night we saw with the ratings that NXT lost. So Vince is eventually gonna, like we said he's gonna take this. He's gonna fucking take this over dude. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen.
1: Like it's gonna fucking. I happen. sent you that picture. Triple H review, relieved. We should just put that in the thumbnail. E- Triple H relieved of his duty.
0: Um. So you know. <laughs> I see Vince he taking some people out of NXT and inserting people from the WWE main roster back in there. You know, it already happened. Well, it happened at this point. Yeah. With you know, at this point, I thought this was a pretty cool move. Finn Balor makes his return to NXT. He looks weird. His shaved head and his tattoo on his. I don't
1: think he when he shaved his He's head, he just real looks like rock and roll. He just looks like he just looks like somebody like somebody who would bully like fourth graders on the like on. By the dock at the bay. Yeah, he just looks like a goon in the Bray County Wiglow. Have you ever seen the picture with his family members and his brothers who look exactly like him? But then he's 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 by far the better look, best looking out of all of them. With that shaved head, hell, I think his siblings look better looking than him now. I like the I like the shaved head. I it's not it's not it's not doing it for me. And then CC sent us that hand tattoo. Yeah, looks terrible. Um, What is this
0: guy doing? What is? I think he went to go see Ed Sheeran's tattoo artist. Bad. It's real bad. I think he has to cover that up. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. He could be, t- he could be tatted. Um, it doesn't look great, but he could be tatted. Whatever. Uh, but he comes out. I don't like the track pants and the leather jacket. That shit pisses
1: me off. That's a, p- that's put an, some jeans on. That is an in look, dude. That is a very much in vogue. It's not a leather jacket. It's a bomber jacket. That was a leather jacket he was wearing last night. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Um,
0: so I he, made that thumbnail, too. So He comes out, <laughs> and know. he declares that, as of last night, that Finn Balor is the real rocket. No, he says he's now NXT. So Finn, Finn is back and he's obviously going to eventually have a match with Adam Cole or for the NXT title, whoever holds that title.
1: I expect more people to follow suit with Finn Balor. Yeah. I can see Kevin Owens. And well, that's what that's I'm saying. That ladder match.
0: A couple weeks ago you were saying there's not going to be a draft. Now there might be there might actually be people leaving NXT. Or you were saying people won't leave NXT because there's not many people down there. With Finn Balor coming back, it definitely fills that void of not having anybody down there. You know what I mean? He is the inaugural Universal Champion. He was the longest reigning NXT champion and he's over with literally 90% 100% I would say of the NXT crowd. So to put him back in that space, I think is great. And keep him there, just like Johnny Gargano, you know. Uh, but then we have Velveteen Dream. He comes out. He cuts an on-couch promo, not an in-ring promo, but an on-couch promo. Uh, Velveteen Dream says he has never had trouble taking on multiple men at one time.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, just a note: um, I didn't watch everything. I didn't watch this segment. Um, you didn't watch Velveteen Dream
0: saying he's taking on multiple men at the same time.
1: No, I I miss. I must have missed that.
0: It's probably the biggest pop of the night. <laughs>
1: okay. Something was popping.
0: Yeah, uh, but no, you said you didn't watch it. But then he comes out and he challenges Roderick Strong to a match that's eventually going to happen. Um, the thing I didn't like about it though is I felt like they were dragging. They were dragging it on for a commercial break, like they were like, "We need to go for another 15, 20 seconds." Because to keep they, going, keep it was going. like
1: it just felt deliberately timed, just so people can just swap from a from Dynamite to because it went Velvet to a, it went
0: to a commercial because you know Velveteen Dream says, "You know, Roderick, it'll be Dream <laughs> over," this, and it goes commercial. Break. Is this
1: where we're at right now? Honestly, yeah, what like mean? if we're gonna have to actually go second by second breakdowns of what was going on, is, is this what is this how it was followed back then during the Monday Night Road Wars, this is
0: how we did it with 205 Live and NXT when we only had two hours to review, uh,
1: but no, but then I'm talking about like oh, in tandem,
0: oh, W. D- I think WWE, NXT, they're for sure watching AEW. But you
1: don't think AEW's watching NXT?
0: I think AEW's best bet is just keep their eyes focused straight ahead. That's a good 1000000 Don't look at the other people's lawns. Focus on your own lawn.
1: Run your own race.
0: Run your own race. Exactly. You're only chasing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're not chasing anybody else. because it's a different show.
1: And and let's look at what happened, you know?
0: Uh, After this, we have Io Shirai versus Mia Yim, which was a really, really good match. The thing about it, though, it went like 30 minutes. Or like 20 minutes. It was long. I don't even keep count. It was just too long for it me. It felt like it. Um, the two women uh, going a long time, they saved... Uh, oh, yeah. They saved all those fucking commercial breaks for this match, too. Because how many commercial breaks were there during this match? Three? Yeah. There was like two or three. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like, that was I too think much. in
1: some cases, there were picture-in-picture. Picture.
0: It doesn't matter. It's still going to commercial break. I don't like it.
1: You don't like picture-in-picture? Picture? No.
0: I hate it. I I, it doesn't, like, I it hate does, that.
1: It, it doesn't... It does. It, you're, it's still... It is because you now because you're conditioned to know what like as soon as the commercial break's coming, I'm just watching a lesser interesting part of this match. Yeah, it's I, like I know it they're telegraphs. Nothing. It telegraphs that these guys are going to be in these guys or girls are going to be in their arrest holds, going to be just not show everything. Or the yeah, but I will tell you, there was an instance uh, a while ago. I think it was Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali when <laughs> they were wrestling in SmackDown. They did a fucking Spanish fly during the true. commercial break with no sound, and that was really weird. I feel like they should do that you know if they want to incentivize like if they want to incentivize the picture in picture um people if, are gonna get pissed no matter what they're like well why didn't i see that or i can't hear that like i want to hear <laughs> you that. but then you know you're a kid like just they should just do that just for the sake of it just fuck it you know yeah yeah i it's, guess it's not smart honestly you want as much you, you, you want as much uh, visibility to your spanish fly as much as you can it's not I that agree. I
0: hate picture in picture it's that the fact that they did three during this match or three commercial breaks during this match it was just like okay Stop! Like just it tel- stop. yeah,
1: no. It telegraphs a certain. It telegraphs a certain thing, especially the when they were watching. like, "Oh, all night we're having limited commercial." No, I don't it was really the, have it a the problem first with hour it. limited commercial Honestly, interruptions. I just don't
0: have a problem with it, yeah. but I get it. After this, we have a Tegan Knox video package. She's going to be back because she's Tegan Knox and she likes wrestling.
1: Break a leg, Tegan Knox. Hey,
0: too soon. I'm kidding. It's not. It's, it's la- laugh uh, There's a reason why people say that, Corey. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Shane Thorne probably shane Thorne's best match
1: yeah ever and and, and let's say it, johnny gargano's best ever match too yeah it was great um <laughs> johnny gargano what about him
0: he's he's lost, some, lost a little weight and i think people yeah, I think have pointed he's this just, out he's lived in a gym people have pointed this out he's what? not doing something right i mean i don't know oh, I, obviously <laughs> i don't know with my body size why well, i don't do it right but he doesn't look like he was i mean
1: these guys do go four, through medical tests four I'm weeks sure.
0: no no I'm not saying he's doing it in an unhealthy way. I'm saying he's doing something to where he doesn't look as good as he did four or five. He's getting weeks ready now.
1: for that 205 live call-up, man. Didn't they announce him at 205 pounds? I don't remember. I think they did.
0: They said weighing at 205 pounds, Johnny Gargano. Wasn't there any?
1: <laughs> did you do you remember the combined weight of um, uh, the uh being the elite? Oh, the, with the elite like 600 pounds. They said they said 605 pounds. Jesus Christ! Because 605 good. live. That's the thing. And then, like, I remember one of the people's like, wait, then sh- shouldn't it be, um, shouldn't it be 615? Ah, oh, I think. Because it's see. literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny, though. It was like, I bet you the, their math was off, but it was still deliberate what weight it would have been. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, eventually, though, Gargano does hit the DIY kick to Shane Thor- mm-hmm. Is that What is that called? Something else. Calm, I don't know. DIY kick. Um, Gargano gets the pin on Shane Thorne. Uh, after this, Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae.
1: So what did you think of just match, 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 match? It like, was this fine. was a takeover. It but then, fine. like, really? I liked it. You think? I don't think But it, do you think it's going to be that way next week? Nope. No, no, dude. This, this is a take. This is, this is, is not th- a takeover. Th- this th- is an episode of NXT. Th- Next week is an episode. Yeah, of NXT. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for sure. It's everything's gonna get back to normal. Things are gonna start slowing down eventually.
1: I mean, Not, normal in a relative sense, like yeah, normal. We don't know what normal. two
0: two two hour wrestling shows on Wednesday night that we have to watch both. And now, I, both and now,
1: of. I feel like NXT has, now has this curiosity factor of how much longer do you think any of these plans have going for them? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a that's that's a bit of a that's a bit of an there's a bit of a bad omen to that. So you know we'll see what happens. Uh, but though, no, like I said, I think Shayna
0: Baszler and Candice LeRae do have some good chemistry in the ring. This I think is a they, good match. I think they know how to put on a good match. This was definitely an intriguing match. Terrible finish. Um, the end of the match had uh, the Kira, Kuda, Kira Fuda or Kira Kuda clutch clutch um, to Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae tries to power out, but eventually just kind of taps.
1: Yeah, so I just I remember seeing this as like, oh, he's gonna get out of it. He's gonna get out of it. But yeah, Candice LeRae taps, and my you remember my immediate immediate reaction? This is bullshit. No, I, well, yes, but then I was like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I was like that. Like this is gone. This is this is really. This tells me that this this divi- like this whole entire promotion, really is run by Triple H because Shayna Baszler has 2003 Triple H powers. Where um, where think, she's going Shayna, over everybody and everything at the expense of the entire division is Shayna Baszler his daughter's favorite wrestler probably but um I mean it's it's, like, it's, like, it's just it's just ridiculous like I they're probably just building up to a Rhea Ripley like because uh, she's all that's left but, but then she's uh, a super she's like she's a heel too it doesn't make sense but then funny. she's a she's a tweener she's like no, she, no I think she is um. No, I, I I don't think. And so. even if, and if that's the case, I don't think. I think you've kind of cooled off on Ray Ripley after being the dumbest fucking person on the planet when she uh, when she hit Shayna Baszler with a chair in a title match. And so <laughs> and so, but once that once that once that program starts going, there's I feel like there's a little heat to that because mm-hmm. of you kind of showed that match already. Yeah. So and what does that mean? Like, for, well, I they, think it's just because because I am still too frustrated at the fact that this is a very this is very much a curveball that they still decided not to swing at at all and they could have put somebody
0: else in this situation because for the past they should have for the past year and a half I've been thinking man candace or the past year not year and a half um the past year I've been like Candice LeRae is going to be the one to take Shayna Baszler's title. This
1: women's division is super cold. Yeah, I, I honestly think so, and it's mo- and it's also and it's mostly because the fact that Shayna Baszler has beaten everybody. And I'm not saying Shayna Baszler's bad or anything, but even but I will say every match that she's in, every time she like all the matches is booked in a certain way where it's easily the coldest match out of the entire show. Yeah, yeah. And this is the case as well. Even though I'm even though I said this is a good match. No,
0: I like this match better than I liked Shane Thorne and Johnny Gargano.
1: Well, that's your opinion yeah definitely. um but i can't i don't get it i really don't understand it because it's very much that i this could have easily set up to canister ray getting the title off Shayna Baszler just so she can transition so it can be transitioned into Kyrie zane yeah
0: Kyrie zane i mean
1: not Kyrie zane um Io shirai okay come Dude, on it would like honestly, WWE main roster honestly here. i feel like Kyrie zane maybe i don't know but i then, mean it's just
0: she's beating everybody it would make sense for make sense for oscar and Kyrie zane to go back to
1: NXT, it's de- dude, like especially awesome. Remember when I said NXT needs more? They, 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 they are, they are not in the business of taking people out, but they are definitely in the business of adding more people in.
0: I could see Bion- yeah. Bianca, Bianca Belair, might she opinion. lost? Leave, she might oh. leave along with the Street Profits. Think
1: about it. Everyone lost to <laughs> to Shayna won. Beasley. Every- even, even
0: the Street especially Profits the audience. Sh- lost to Shayna Beasley.
1: It's it's baffling to me. It was it's like that that booking in and of itself just brought the show ent- the entire show down to me. Uh, then we have uh, Pete Dunn versus Danny
0: Birch. They have they have a UK strong style match, um, hard hitting match, bitter end. Hold to your Bur- fingers. Yeah, bitter end to Birch at the end. Danny or Dunn gets the pin in the win after the match. Uh, Chris My Angel, Dam- Damien Priest. Break. Is that his? uh, his That's Chris Angel. Oh my,
1: my Yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to float. So what you gotta do is make sure you get a cloak, put your feet together, but make one half that look like one of your feet, and then use your feet as he actually tell. I actually remember this one of the most memorable things on that show. Where you know, funny, I saw this is how you levitate. Get a piece of box, get your feet, but then make one foot look like both feet. Huh? Okay. You know what I'm saying, you right? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the weird noises that he makes when he lifts like...
0: <laughs> it's like, dude, fucking it's chill like, out. It's, it's
1: like... He, Clean it's, up on aisle five, like, am yeah, I right? It's he It's like he climaxed. Yeah. <laughs> like he climaxed. Uh, I bet you every time he does a trick... He, he climaxes. He also, he also tricks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he comes out he beats him on Pete Dunne because hey that's gonna be a
1: thing fuck um, oh, man oh, god dumb. it just made me like when when when, Ga- when in our in our slack when Gabriel just said Alistair when called him Alistair, Alistair Brown, Brown I just remembered like fuck dude Alistair Black is still alive he's still amongst us maybe he'll go back what to I'd,
0: NXT fucking too I don't know uh, maybe maybe him and Zelina Vega I yeah. think yeah. okay everyone back there. I just draw eight. Wa-
1: I'm still of the belief that they still got something for Alistair Black at least I hope so Yeah. At least I hope so. Yeah. 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 It could be
0: something. Um, And then after this, we have our main event of the night, Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. Um, Because, you know, when I was watching this. This one I did watch. We had about, was it 13 minutes left in the show, 14 minutes left in the show. And then the full realization of, Oh wait, there's gonna be an overrun. There is an overrun of 15 minutes, so this is like almost a 25 minute match. So you think which was fine; it was a good match. But like I said, after a certain amount of time, the show was just dragging, and I'm like, okay, let's just let's wrap it up. Do you notice that? Um, not to two
1: and like, a quarter on hours. the on the subject of like you know time management for those shows. Do you notice that SmackDown is starts at 7:30 th- tomorrow?
0: I thought that was a because of the pre-show. I thought so that's the blue carpet thing. I think it's was it, it is it really blue carpet? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's the blue carpet show because they're having a pre show and a
1: post show. Okay, because I feel like that that show would definitely benefit from another 30 minutes. <laughs> this is really no, hard. no, dude. Smackdown's that is a stacked fine. show. SmackDown's fine. Okay, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I am.
0: Um, so, the end of the match. Uh, so, uh, Roddy does get involved, not Roddy Roddy Piper because he's passed on, but Roderick Strong. <laughs> That was unnecessary. <laughs> it was, I know. But I said Roddy and I just went for it. Um, uh, eventually, they hit the high low to Montez Ford uh, and O'Reilly gets the pin on Montez. Um, after the match, though, the. Uh, uh,
1: did you, you forgot about I mean, how I, arguably the best uh, part. I mean, not best part of the that, uh, that The Wale. That entrance, that was a phenomenal Everybody entrance. had a cup. It was awesome. It were was, those the
0: souvenir cups? Do you think they were selling those at the souvenir stand?
1: It's, it's also my bathroom.
0: What are those, red those, Dixies, cups. those red Dixie, those red Dixie cups? Do you get in the shower and you're like, I want smoke,
1: uh, I want smoke because it's there's so much steam. The shower's so hot. You you bring the smoke. I want the smoke. You want have you it? seen those shirts? Yeah, they look really good. Like those. they're fucking cool because they're like, like it is the most in touch pop culture thing like you like
0: wwe has ever had they like, look like those like um i don't want to say like hip hop mac, mac dre mac dre uh master there, there's B ones albums, with, there's
1: ones yeah you he's know pretty much east bay all of east bay you know rap
0: master p is not from the east bay oh no he's not no he's from oh but you know mac a dre. different part of the world vallejo he's from uh no mac dre's from san francisco isn't he anyways really um, showing our her ass here i know i'm know. i I'm not a hip-hop uh hip-hop hip-hop hip-hop-up hip-hop anomalous. I'm not hip hop anonymous, okay. Anyway, anyways, uh, yeah. So after the <laughs> match, uh, O'Reilly, Fish, and Roderick Strong are standing in the ring, uh, celebrating with their titles. Adam Cole goes on the ramp. He has his title. He's like, "Hey boys, we all we're all still champions." And then cue the music because out comes the sadistic son of a bitch, Tommaso Champa.
1: Champa's back. Doot. 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 Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, I first of all I thought the match between um uh, Street Profits and Undisputed Era easily the best match they've ever done together. Okay. Um th- there was a lot of the crowd was hot for everything. I thought the amount of a hang time that uh, Montez Ford gets That guy's
0: gonna be a fucking superstar, dude. He's that's gonna, gonna be dude, that he's dude's, gonna be, dude's gonna be a fucking pillar. He's gonna be a WWE champion. Yeah. Like straight up he's gonna be a WWE champion. There's
1: you uh, know that they just, you know, make him no, like the dancing no happy man.
0: No man, that guy's he might... Hey, man, nothing surprises. Might take him 11 years, like Kofi, but he's going to be WWE champion one day. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, no, I I want that to happen. I, want all, I wish him all the success because he has it. He has something that Adam Page doesn't have. I'll say that. Exactly. He has yeah, a leg yeah, up yeah. over Adam Page, over that shit. And, but, um... But do you think this is a call <laughs> again with the, with what we know now a like call up for, for well, call, like a quote, like a graduation sort of thing for the street the, prophets they've been featured regularly kind of, on raw kind of But the then, fact that they been so but then they don't want but you don't think you don't think NXT is in a position to let go of certain people considering what we know now with how they want to compete with AEW uh, and fucking no I mean who else who can they bring down you know who can they bring down who can they bring up they need but then don't but then here's the thing are you are we necessarily seeing it as a bring down kind of sort of no but that's just
0: what we've I think that's just semantics at that point who's going to NXT who's going to the main roster you know that's what we really got to think with tag some
1: people are saying NXT is main roster because it's being shown on USA now. you know what
0: I mean but who's going to NXT? Okay, who's going to Raw or SmackDown? I just I feel
1: like the dynamics of the word, the type of words that we are saying, are but you know, are, are, are but you changed. know what I mean. You know, yeah, yeah. No, Corey. you ah. never... sorry.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, don't peek the microphones. Brian oh, Alvarez sorry. over here. It's okay. Um, no, like I said, I could see Street Profits going up there. Who can come down? down? I don't fucking know. Uh, maybe even a tag team from NXT UK can come over. Maybe the where has Mustache Mountain been? You know what I mean? That's Right. You know where have they been?
1: But then uh, they're not needle movers they are still they're like within the threads of the NXT brand give them some,
0: give them some time on USA TV i think they can be fucking But big i don't money. think
1: WWE is in the business of being like taking things in time i think they actually want they like they are the type of people who are super reactionary of what's coming up to them. They never think anything long term. They just think like, oh, this happened. Oh, we're gonna counteract with this. Oh, that happened. We're counteracting with this. Fuck off! Fuck off with everything else. And I know that's gonna go contra- like that's go- that goes against the philosophy of NXT with more of those long yeah, story, no, no, long term story booking. Yeah, yeah. But then they are not in Kansas anymore. They are not going to be in full sale anymore. But the you know by old metrics, Mustache Mountain
0: has gotten over. They have gotten a huge pop but then, wherever they've gone with Mustache Mountain on those shows. You know what I mean? To for them to make it to the USA Network now and to, for a bigger audience, I think that would just translate even more for and uh, grow into a bigger pop audience for them. Pop audience, the bigger pop audi- audience, full of pop figures.
1: I just don't think that's that's in the books for them. I really do like think. I would whatever love- whatever's coming at them, they are just going to swing at everything. They're just trying to swing at well, everything. and whatever sticks, sticks. If uh,
0: if Triple H keeps running the show, I could see them Mustache Mountain coming back. If Vince, yeah, if it's, it's Vince, definitely super possible that NXT just stays the course of whatever the hell they're doing. If Vince takes over, I don't fucking know. We're gonna get. Um, I mean,
1: Meltzer himself said, "Roman you know, Reigns and
0: Shawn Michaels as NXT tag champions." I'm like fucking now.
1: Like Meltzer, Meltzer himself said, "Like uh, this can turn on a dime instantly." For NXT It's volatile man
0: The The waters are boiling The uh, the ship is rising um, You know Somebody peed in the pool It's all going down I mean it is It is the yellow brand <laughs> it, the Yellow I love how both No they they don't say yellow They say this is the gold And black brand They do say it's the gold And black And I'm like that's not gold dude That's, that's yellow such,
1: That's like You would think That would be a Vince thing <laughs> That's it's gold What are you talking about Piss
0: Vince is like I er- don't like piss Triple are not piss uh that it's not the, okay it's like, yeah, it's, gold. it's gold it's gold it's now gold it it doesn't look gold to me but it's gold just I mean, fucking gold I mean
1: it's the same with the warriors you know yeah, yeah. It, it's yellow but yeah. they
0: say gold yeah i don't like that either
1: just fucking change it just change it i mean bit. they have yeah. uniforms that are pretty much yellow yeah
0: well <laughs> week 1 week 1 is in the books of the b show <laughs> or oh. not week 1 of the b show season 2 week 1 of the b show <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Michael!
1: It's <laughs> is beginning, isn't it, Corey? One thing
0: I will say about this week, I fairly really feel like I like the spacing. It's exciting. Out of, I no, 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 that too. I'm excited. I like the spacing out of shows. I really do. I like raw yeah, Monday. Isn't it isn't
1: it refreshing that you do nothing on it well, you're doing the reviews on Tuesday, but nothing you have to do after the Exactly. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't have to go like watch a wrestling show. And
0: it's not like I have to watch I just I've always watched WWE. We've always
1: like, loved doing this. We love doing this exactly we, yeah,
0: with, I've always but loved But in it. the past in the past, before we did a podcast, you know, there would be some times where I either fast forward through shows or I would, you know, skip through some stuff. How dare you. I know, right. Uh, but now, you know, when it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it was like, Okay, fuck, okay, we're done we're done weekend but now it's like okay we are have a show on saturday cool like i'm not even really
1: i would i all. would imagine the, the the opposite like no i'm not, I'm not dreading weekends are done
0: i'm not dreading at all man okay. it, it sounds pretty awesome to me are
1: you ready for a good time <laughs> sometimes you gotta let's kind of you gotta let certain things breathe man breathe man i'm fucking breathe. i'm sitting on that we're not cheeks. we're not breathing because we've it's ne- and it's never going to stop and that's this is the life we chose Corey. hey episode 303 is in the books though right 333 three, three. wait is it episode
0: is it oh that's 10 never mind who cares we do cuz this the b show guys thank you for tuning in to the b show like i said this week one and uh will i'll be back saturday like i said smackdown live recap review show it's called smack it It's called. You you
1: smack the wire off
0: your microphone. It's called. It's called Saturday morning smacking it with Corey and whoever the guest host is, Uh, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful Thursday. Is it Thursday? Have a wonderful Thursday night. Have a good Friday, and I'll see you
1: Saturday morning. Our Wednesdays are done. Our Fridays are done. Mondays, you just you can skip that.
0: We might have some new stuff coming next week too, guys. Keep an eye out at CWR four one five Facebook Twitter. Keep an ear out. Actually, well, it's you have to look at your social media.
1: That's true. Why keep, am I so... Keep a, your nose out, I, too.
0: Why am I so wrong? Keep your mouth open, um, and...
1: Keep, <laughs> yeah, this is a general keep, rule of thumb. Just keep your mouth open at all times. And you never know when a tater tot just keep surprises your, you every now and then. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a wonderful it's, day. Uh, this show's long. And we'll see you guys later. Bye.